Hello everybody, this is uh, Kevin at Podcast For Me. Podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you guys. I'm your host, K-Dog, also known as Kevin, also known as Dude. This is a podcast in which we talk about my life and stuff, as well as some news. We cover some news, because I like to riff about the news, and then riff on its own, just random ideas that I come up with. Uh, on the SoundCloud, my podcast seems to have uh, picked up a notch, uh, a bunch of followers and such, which is kind of weird because, like, once again, I, I run into the thought process of, like, are they real? Are they really following me? You know? And then uh, a, a bunch of, like, re- not retweets. That's my new thing is uh, podcasting onto itself is uh, going on Twitter. So I've been podcasting, you know? So if you want to convo with me or discuss things, I'm constantly on the Twitter doing things like, hey, um, Infinity War was awesome, things like that. That aside, um, let's talk about, you know, my. Let me, let me give you some, some of my week. So we had the Cinco de Mayo party. That was pretty tight. Um, it was a, man, did I get drunk, though. I mean, like, I got so badly drunk. That it spilled into the next day, and Monday I was so hungover that I actually had to be like, you know what, I I, I can't work. <laughs> and um, but it was it was pretty cool. Um, uh, we we had uh, lots of food, lots of drinks, and a lot of leftovers, which kind of sucks because like um, you know with the leftovers and everything, uh, we had to buy another fridge. Man, we had all these uh, drinks and such. And uh, buy a little mini fridge, which is pretty tight. You know, a fridge just for drinks. <laughs> um, a lot of my friends came over. It was pretty tight. Uh, we, we were discussing things. And I rarely get to talk to my friends because, you know, because you're grinding out life. You know, you're just working and you can get home, get the homework done, things like that. It's like it's not enough time to drive all the way because my friends live pretty far. They live about 45 to an hour away, you know. That's a lot of time just to hang out, you know. And it was cool discussing things. And it was kind of a weird thing. There was three of us talking. We are shooting shit. And, you know, I've been podcasting, you know. So I've been like, so my ideas are a little bit sharpened than, uh, say, my friends. And uh, so we're discussing things like gun control, things like that, and how, how it affects people and all that, you know. And then uh, my friend's girlfriend was like, you guys are bored, right? I'm bored. <laughs> like, cause she didn't like the idea of us talking, and she couldn't follow the ideas that we were uh, have like that we we're discussing. I mean, like it, it was like a, a time in which, you know, like it seems like my friends are starting to discuss things as well. You know, like they have ideas and thoughts as well. So they're like, oh yeah, blah 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 blah. And then it was just, uh, I would call it elevated conversation. We were talking about your everyday. Um, you know, Trump got it on with the porn star or something like that. It was interesting, too, because one of my friends is a teacher, and I was wondering about his aspect on the gun control and everything like that, and the walkouts. And he was talking about how um, in the walkouts, they were, uh, they, they have to, they can't fight against the walkouts, right? And he's an elementary teacher, elementary school teacher. So these are kids that are just kids, right? And they're protesting because that's the thing to do. They have no idea. They don't know anything. They're just like, oh, let's have a walkout. So he's telling me in one instance uh, they had a walkout. It was organized. 
and um, they all walked out, you know, protest, you know, guns and everything. And, you know, whatever his opinion was, it just seemed like if you fought it, it'd become a bigger issue. Obviously, the kids didn't know what the fuck they were doing, you know, protesting guns. That's cool, you know. But the next day or some other time, they had a protest against that protest in this in the sense that um, protesting against getting rid of guns and things like that. So they organized another walkout. And then the same kids who walked out on um, on not no guns walked out on having guns. And he explained it. He goes, oh, look, I can't, can't stop you. But, you know, I mean, you guys are protesting the very thing you were protesting a second ago. You know, it, it, it invalidates what you're doing, you know. And they fucking did it anyways. They walked out because they're walking out of school, you know. I mean, they're kids. They don't want to go to school. That's, that's a thing. I mean, it's a real... It's a weird thing in which I, I, I get you protesting and everything like that. And that's all valid, right? But, I mean, when you're in elementary school, you don't really know much. You're just kind of following whoever, um, you know, you're a mob, basically. Kids don't become individuals, really, until, like, their teenage years. And even then, it's a, it's a process. It's a learning process. I mean, like, you're, for the first time, you're having your own thoughts, your own feelings, you know, rather than just following whatever the hell your parents did. You know, you're kind of following. You're kind of coming your own person. You're learning new ideas. Things are happening. You know, you're developing. And it's, it's a very volatile state in which, you know, we're allowed to protest, you know. So it, it, it's just a weird thing. And from his perspective, it was, it was, it was interesting. It was like a, a window to the reality that I don't ever really see. You just kind of peripheral see it, see it you know, like watching on the news and things like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, well, with that being said, let's jump into some news, okay? Yeah? And um, if you have any comments or thoughts or gripes, you know, you can reach me on the Twitter, definitely, at Podcast For Me. You know, I'm on Facebook and everything. That's cool. But, yeah, go and follow me on, on Twitter. You know, I'm going to post many, many pictures of Thanos destroying things. That's my new thing now. Anyways. Uh, uh let's see here. CEO Mark Zuckerberg says Facebook will rank news outlets by trustworthiness. Now, I had thoughts about this. So what he's saying is he's going to, like a like a poll almost, on the Facebook, it'd be a com- probably an option. It'd probably be maybe a headline saying this, like ranking them, like, you know, CNN is more trustworthy than opposed to Fox and CNBC and all that, so forth. And this is cool because, okay, who is he to rank, you know? And then it'll probably be a thing in which it'll be more of a poll, like popular demand or whatever. It'll, it'll flesh out. But it's kind of cool, though, because you have this, right? And, of course, um, it's not going to be accurate. It's not going to be true, I mean, to an extent. But you can get a good feel for what news is not trustworthy and not or, or is, you know, because the news is getting out of control. The media, they're just trying to rope you in for whatever kind of triggers people, you know. And they're only reporting on stories that kind of like get um, them to click on them or watch their news. Like, and this has always been a thing, but it's more prevalent now. Like, for instance, um, recently in the news, this uh, white girl called, and this is how it is in the news. They go, white girl calls in. 
uh, on black, uh, calls the police on black lady sleeping in her dorm and stuff like this. And this is just a thing in which a misunderstanding. But because she's black and the other one was white and there was no reason for her to do that, it became a thing. If Other than, like, it should be an embarrassment to the girl who called the police on her. I mean, that's just like, what, what were you thinking calling the cops when you saw someone just sleeping? Because you didn't real. You didn't feel threatened or anything. If anything, you could have just kind of, you know, asked the question, why why is she there? Or if anything, you know, it didn't have to be a police thing. But it made news because there's a white lady calling on a black lady and yell. So just so you can click on it and figure out what the hell's going on. And that's not real news. That really isn't news at all, you know. Uh, it's social commentary, if anything, but it's not news. And... Um, <laughs> It, in in the in the in the view of uh, Mark Zuckerberg doing this or, or on the Facebook, it might serve as a um, I don't know what to call it. It's just maybe the news outlets would be more like trustworthy, not trustworthy, but like get their shit in order. Even though it's not true or anything, maybe they'll have a little bit more of a, hey, maybe we shouldn't report this. Hey, maybe we shouldn't because we want we don't want to get a. Uh, we're not trustworthy on the Facebook. I mean, that shit matters. And it might even shape so, um, the social uh, opinion of, of certain news outlets. Because it really shouldn't be a thing in which you read one news outlet. It really should be you read several news outlets and kind of form your own opinion, you know? As opposed to just reading just the CNN or just the Fox News or anything like that. Because their news is kind of misconstrued or it, it, it pushes a narrative. You know, like Trump is good, Trump is bad, things like that. You know, and then if it's that, in that respect, it even gets even further worse. You know, you know, someone getting killed and it's just uh, someone getting killed. But they make it into a racial thing where it's a... When it wasn't, you know, like uh, like a white guy kills a black dude or some shit like that. When in reality, it was probably something else, completely different. Like uh, maybe the black guy was doing something and the white guy uh, was defending himself. But because of the colors, it becomes a thing in which it's racially charged, which it didn't have to be, you know. Um, and that's what's happening. We're, we're, we're pushing a racial narrative that doesn't need to exist, you know. Wait, I, why can't it just be people be people you know we keep pushing these these narratives in a, in a way in which we're like oh yeah fuck yeah like people are racist and this and that and not, it's not always necessarily that well i live in california so shit's different but you know like um racism does exist that's a thing but it, it's hmm how do i explain I don't know. I just feel like if we just, the more we bring it up, the more we kind of uh, what is the word um, uh, per, 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 perpetuate it. You know, maybe it could be a thing in which um, you know we call out the racist when we see the racist, and uh, just you know like uh, not make such a big deal out of someone sleeping on a on a in in being the cops calling out on them it should the news article should have read dumb person calls cops or something like that you know but no i had to turn it into a race thing
So I think it's pretty cool Mark Zuckerberg doing this. I think at first it's going to be criticized. And of course it's going to be criticized by the news outlets. We're like, fuck this. This is stupid because, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, it, it will it'll be open to interpretation. and da -da. No, it's going to get your shit together because if you start putting out news that's not good, you know, you're going to be called out. And that's and that's that's a thing, you know. People are gonna and people are like mobs. And they're like, oh, well, this fucking doesn't look. This isn't trustworthy and shit like that, you know. So like inadvertently, the news will change. And that oh man, that that is really tight. It's a who would have thought Facebook would have came up with that, you know? Because yeah, it's so cool, you know. It's controlling propaganda, if anything. In a way, it's like a checks and balance, you know. So that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, the date. I should say the date. Today is uh, May 10th, yeah, 2018, for those listening to this in the future, you know. All right. Um, Hawaii residents rue paradise built with lava discount. So Hawaii has a volcano going off, Kalau's Volcano Summit Lava. Yeah, it's just melting shit, left and right, cars and stuff. We have footage of it. And that volcano's doing bad shit to Hawaii. But that's just a thing that's happening. I just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> what else we got going on here? Oh, here we go. It sounds like the Avengers 4 won't be the last Avengers movie, and Marvel's planning to launch a new big event franchise. I only bring that up because, duh. I mean, Marvel... Disney's making a lot of money off this Marvel shit, okay? Why would they stop ever, you know? And maybe there'll be a fatigue with it, but, man, after that Infinity War, that was a pretty good movie. I don't know how they're going to be, like, getting away from it. Hopefully they do Secret Wars. You know, that'd be tight. But, like, you know, come on, man. It's Avengers. What the fuck? They're not going to stop making Avengers movie. Like, I expect another 10-year event where... All the old people come back, you know, old Tony Stark. <laughs> he's he's going to be really old when that happens. Um, they're taught they're they're trying to like inch out of it though. They're trying to branch off, you know, do other things with this whole Marvel universe, which they can. Shit, I mean, it's feasible they can make Marvel movies forever, you know. But uh, you know, they don't make westerns anymore. This is just a phase, man. People are gonna get bored of Marvel movies and a new phase will arise. Some breakout fucking thing. I, I I think it's gonna be anime, I really do. But I could be wrong. They've been trying to start this whole anime cake, it just doesn't work. But they had more they had comic book movies before Marvel made its thing. I mean they got blade and shit, that was good and they had um you know, the X-Men movies and things like that, but Avengers is really the the, the top of the heap, kind of like when the good and bad and ugly came out. It was the top of the heap, you know. They had a shit ton of other westerns back then, but then you had good, bad, and ugly and unforgiven and all that, and, you know, now you don't have westerns. But, uh, yeah, Marvel will eventually die out, you know, and they'll make a Marvel movie here and there for nostalgia practices but uh, something will take over hopefully god willing you know and i'm a nerd you know I, I like these comic book movies and everything like that but i can't just constantly be like what's my top 10 it's eight of them as comic book movies i mean there's something to be said there 
you know there's other movies to be made you know maybe like independent movies like original ideas that'd be a good idea uh it's weird that they're making a spider-man sequel before and that's coming out before the avengers movie i don't know we'll see black widow oh all right um here is a tasty uh, news article. Liquid chocolate gushes from truck overturned on highway. So a truck carrying a lot of chocolate milk. Is it chocolate milk? Cold hard cash. Um, I guess this is chocolate. Gooing masses, amounts of hot water, clear away. Yeah, it's a truck carrying chocolate, and it crashed, and there's this chocolate gushing out everywhere. I thought that was a pretty cool thing. <laughs> it's like I've, you see a lot of uh, car accidents and, and, and things like that of that nature, but um, not not much of a, a chocolate car accident. <laughs> All right, let's see here. What's we got going on here? Netflix is developing an adaptation of Stephen King's uh, Stephen King and Joe Hill's In the Grass. Oh, now I'm recording. Cool. So, uh, yeah, Netflix, Hill. I had to pause because I had to eat something. I was getting super hungry. Uh, they're making uh, In the Tall Grass. Now, I'm going to spoil it, but the movie cracks down to this. Spoilers if you want to watch this or read the book. They, uh, like a brother and sister, go into, they're traveling, they see some grass on the on the highway, and they hear someone, you know, screaming for help. They go in there, and they get lost, and that's pretty much the movie. I mean, it really doesn't, they can't get out of the grass for some reason. Weird, random things happen, but pretty much not explaining why they're stuck in the grass. Not a happy ending. And uh, that's it. It just ends. And that's like a, a thing that's happening nowadays with movies, you know, a bad ending and not explaining more, you know, and you're like, huh? You know, that's about it. And they're making that into a Netflix uh, flick. I might watch it. I don't know. I mean, I already know the ending, so I don't know how that's going to crack down to do. To do. Um, why is it on this? Oh. It must open a new tab. Now. So Trump is going to meet North Korea's Kim Jong-un in Singapore. That's when they're going to talk over, you know, getting rid of nukes and things like that. That's pretty cool in history, you know. That happened. A lot of people are like, you know, Trump, fuck him. A bunch of other people did this. But once again, I mean, like, Trump did. Trump's there and this happened, you know, after many decades this shit happened. Like, when Obama was in power, you know, Osama bin Laden was killed. You didn't say, you know, it wasn't him. It was the SEAL Team 6 and all that bullshit, you know. Um, hey, man, whenever the president is in power and shit happens, you got to say it's that president's, you know, that, 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 that era. So in the Trump era, he is getting North Korea and South Korea talking, and that happened. So they're going to talk in Singapore. Uh, next I got... Trump's Iran decision leaves only two likely outcomes. So basically, 
um, America pulled out on the um, see, and that's a weird thing, right? Give me a second here. Okay, so Trump is involved. North Korea, South Korea happens. It becomes a thing in which you know Trump's not part of that now. America pulled out on um, the Iran deal with nukes and everything like that, and it's Trump's fault. So, I mean, it's either... <laughs> seems like in the news, if it's something good, it's not him. If it's something bad, it's him. So, that's a weird thing that we're having in the, you know, in this era. You know, if you're looking back on it, that, that happened, you know. So, basically, um, I've been hearing things like... Uh, we pulled out because we didn't like the deal, you know, and it was more of a, you know, like they got nukes, right? And they said, yeah, yeah, we'll get rid of them. You can inspect only these three rooms, you know. What about that other room? No, you can't inspect that. And that's why we pulled out. Shit like that. You know, that's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> but that's that's in the news. All right. Well, that's it for news. Let's see what else we got going on here. Let's move on to the riff section of the show. We're all saying riff section. I have to burp. Oh, it was an intense burp. Not to say. Hmm. Okay. So I had a thought the other day that late show comedians have a lot of power. You know, like your Jimmy Kimmel and Trevor Noah and uh, Stephen Colbert. <laughs> they have these things in them where they make they uh, they they do their comedy. They say things, and um, you know, like, and they make fun of the Trump or whatever, right? And um, it's a weird thing in which, okay, so they can bash whoever they want to bash, right? And they could be right or wrong. It doesn't matter. But in the event that they don't have any facts or anything, you could just say, well, it's because I'm a comedian, you know, and I don't really know much. And that's that's a common defense of these comedians that do these things. And what's, what's, what's tricky is uh, the average person doesn't have time to research what a comedian says or anything of these late shows. And it's a weird thing, too, because you got your late show. So think about it. You're an average person. You're working, right? You got your commute. That takes time. You got to work. You come home, another commute. You got to do whatever you got to do with the family. And then you got, like, time to yourself at the very late hours at night. You got late shows. I mean, if you're the average person or whatever. I don't really watch these shows. I just watch clips. And these people, they sit down. And, and get their little piece of heaven where they're watching these light shows. And these these comedians come up and they say whatever the fuck they say. You know, like Trump's an idiot or, you know, climate change or guns are bad. Things like that, right? And that's it. And they sound pretty good because they're, they're speaking seriously. But then they throw some jokes. Try to lighten the mood. And um, that's it. And then you go to bed. And then your brain does this thing where it processes all that information. Good or bad. And then you uh, continue about your day. And for five days a week, these fucking guys are doing that. And they're, they're shaping the, the average person's narrative. You know, you know like I get, I get the, um, 
<laughs> give you a little bit of dopamine too. It's kind of a weird thing in which here you are listening to this guy five days a week or whatever, right? And he's telling you his views and you're agreeing with his views or whatever, disagree. You could disagree. But in the end, you're going to kind of align with what the fuck they're saying. Stephen Colbert says, like, fucking the earth is flat. I mean, five days a week, you're going to be like, oh, I, I mean, uh, I could kind of see it, right? You know? And, um,. That that's a that's a crazy thing, and they're very alpha too, because they're like, you know, louder voice, that kind of thing, and people are laugh. There's a laugh track behind them, well, not a laugh track. You get a studio audience, and they're just kind of like agreeing with whatever he says. So you kind of like want to be like you engaging that mob mentality kind of thing. There's a lot of factors to this here. Check it. Your average guy or girl, right? Oh. They get up. They do their commute. That sucks, right? Our jobs, for some reason, have to be far. Or absurd amount of traffic. Creating a state in which you fucking hate it, right? You get to work, doing whatever the fuck you're doing. You know, not getting paid enough, because that's your average person nowadays. Not getting paid enough, right? You you eat. You have time to eat. So what are you going to do? Usually your average American's going to eat something with sugar, carby, you know. And when there's been studies where that kind of like lessens your brain acuity, you know, you're not you're not as smart as you could be, you know, you're just craving. It just creates a habit in which you you want the uh, instant gratification, right? You know, you get that sugar rush, which you don't even think it's sugar, right? You're just eating like a carne asada or something like that, tortillas and things like that. But there are carb carbs to that. So you, you, you eat whatever you eat. Right, and you get this established thing, you know, life is shitty, food makes me feel good, things make me feel good right away. Like you could eat something like a, a vegetable dish or something like that that pays dividends in the long run, but you ain't got time for that. You already did the commute, you're doing your job, where you're not getting paid as much, so making you not like your job as much. And now you're eating a sugary food, creating a habit in which, you know, life sucks, eat food. You know, get something that gratifies you right away, right? Regardless of the the cost later on, you know, overweight and things like that. You go back to work again, and then you go in your commute, again, in shitty traffic because everyone's getting off at the same time mostly. And you get home, you do what you got to do at home, clean, whatever, you know, things you don't really want to do. Maybe you want to hang out with your family. Maybe you can hang out with your family. And then you get your late show. Now you've you've established something here. You've worked. You've the only time you had good times is really when you when you ate that food and you eat your dinner and it's probably carby as well. And then there you go. Now you have your own time to yourself because you're already doing your due diligence with your family or whatever. And now you got that light show guy talking, and he's saying some shit, right? He gives you a little bit of dopamine by making you laugh. You're like, huh, that's funny. It's clever. You feel clever agreeing with whatever the fuck he says. And uh, regardless of long time, you know, whatever the fuck he says. Say um, he hates the Sister Mary or like he hates none or something like that. And you in turn kind of hate a nerd nun. doesn't matter in the long run. That's really a shitty way of thinking or whatever. All right. And then you just agree with it. You go to bed, and then at this time, you're going to bed late. And they've done studies, you know, if you don't get enough good rest, you know, you're not as smart, you know. It hurts you in the long run, but you don't get as much bedtime because you want to watch that show. You need your me time. You watch it, 
go to sleep, process all that information that fucking guy laid down on you, and then uh, repeat the cycle. And there's a lot of problems with that, you know. These guys could be wrong, you know. Sometimes I agree with them, you know. I, I hear, I see clips and shit like that. But they're just spouting out shit after your shitty day. And they're influencing millions of people to push whatever agenda they want to push, right? And that's that's it. And uh, I was just thinking, I was thinking about that the other day. I was just like, you got people who would lack the time to understand or trust other parts of the world. Their their mentalities are being shaped by these these late shows, right? And whatever the fuck they have, that's whoever the fuck you are in your day-to-day life, you know. Most people, averagely, are just kind of droning on, just getting their job done, and uh, just listening to the loudest voice. That's not a good thing. That's just the eye in, in, in the society that we're in now. I just had that thought the other day, and I was just like, oh, that's crazy. Is there anything to that? Is it, is our comedians bad? No, you know they're just doing what they're doing. But we've created a, a system in which some random guy who's funny is shaping the societal norms or who who we are and how we think. You know, it's even worse. Is like they're getting nailed with you know sexual harassment or anything like that. They're not them particularly, but that's happening in our society, which shapes their their understanding of their work environment so you got your comedian host or whatever now they're gonna mind their p's and q's and watch the fuck out right which then translates to what they say to you you then take it with you and you change it you take it with you to the to the world right so you're at work thinking a thought that you really don't need to think right you don't really need to worry about sexually harassing somebody you the average person Right? I mean, these guys in power have to worry about that, but then they convey it to you, you bring it to work, and it's a weird dynamic in which, you know, you're worrying about shit that you don't have to worry about. Like, honestly, you don't have to worry about climate change, you at work. I mean, it's not going to affect you right away, maybe later on. But then you're just worrying about other shit, you know? That's just, I don't know. It's just a weird thought that I came up with. Hit me back on the Twitter if you disagree but what do you think about all that guys what do you think about all that that comedians are shaping our reality <laughs> who would have thought it's almost like a movie um oof. i got this uh, i was watching a uh, youtube videos of uh, jordan peterson you know i often catch myself watching clips of this guy and they always narrate these things they always title these things just like clickbait they go Jordan Peterson kills this dude, or Jordan Peterson uh, destroys somebody, or something like that, right? And they get me. They get me all the time, right? I'm just a drone myself. I'm just clicking on YouTube videos, as opposed to just watching late-night TV shows. Uh, Let's see here. So, there was one thing he said in particular. He said that, uh, get your house in order uh, before you protest. And he was debating this one guy, or discussing, if as it were. And um, he was saying that, like, what people need to do before they go to protest is get their house in order. Meaning, like, if if your house is dirty and shit like that, you really don't have any business uh, protesting because you don't have the mental fortitude 
to to protest you don't if you if you can't clean your apartment or anything else that means you're you're in disarray you're disorganized and your disorganization and your bad habits will carry on into your protesting so you're protesting against guns i mean do you really have a real organized opinion do you have a uh, well-informed opinion that will you be how how would you how will you be able to do that if you can't simply make up your bed and and, and how how are you competent in debating uh, protesting guns or understanding what the issues that are at hand when you can't make up your bed and ba- basically that's what he's, he's he's saying I think I could be wrong but it's what I feel and. Um, you know, how are you going to make the world better if you can't make up your bed? You know, how are you going to make up the world? You know, that kind of thing. There's a certain kind of wisdom to that, right? It's, uh, you know, make a good foundation before you build a building, right? And uh, a foundation of yourself is like, you know, your surroundings. You know, if you can't effectively uh, clean your surroundings or organize your surroundings how is it when you expand your surroundings to say like the world or a country how are you going to organize that if you can't organize you know your uh, place you know that makes sense i get that and, as well as yourself too like you could take internalize it like how are you argu- arguing for women's rights when you're beating your wife you know like that's pretty hypocritical i mean maybe your views aren't actually right maybe you're wrong in some aspect right i mean but like there are people in history who had shitty lives but affected great change like albert einstein he wasn't very organized he had a messy desk and everything you know and um, like I'm pretty sure if you dig into him, he probably did some things that are really great. You know, people are people; they're not perfect. You know, that's why, um, you know, there's a Jesus who's supposed to be perfect, right? <laughs> Whatever. No, but like when he said that, I was like, ah, you know, I, it makes a kind of sense, right? To be wise, you know, you have to first look within before you look out you know you gotta love yourself before you love others you can't just love others and not hate yourself there's something that will translate to that right but um yeah but in history though people have affected change even though they haven't fixed themselves so i always wondered that i wish i could question him It, it does make logical sense to do that though you know you gotta learn how to write before you can uh write a book you know things like that and um yeah let's see here um not competent if you can't make your bed yeah he makes a makes a sense uh a statement like you're not competent if you can't make your bed you know and he makes that argument i mean it makes sense ideally you know right but i mean okay so i liken it to this if there my house is on fire and you're or not house on fire Say, like, I, I'm cooking and I start a fire, right, in, in my kitchen. And I can just effectively change that. I can fight this fire by putting it out with the fire extinguisher, you know. And then, I was, I mean, I, I'm competent to do that. But because my bed isn't made up, I can't, I can't do that. I mean, there's little, there's little things here that are wrong, you know. I get the whole... It's easy to say if you can't make up your bed, how can you clean? How can you, uh, 
how can, how can you stop climate change, <laughs> right? Those are pretty grandiose, but I mean, like, it, but there are instances in which, you know, your bed's not made, but you could stop a dude beating a woman. Or Okay, so I'm just riffing right here. But, okay, so say it's not an immediate thing, but I mean, so it is possible to balance your checkbook, you know, with a messy bed, you know, or dirty dishes. I mean, it, it is good to... to to clean your house and everything like that and that makes you a better person i think though if you were to uh i don't know say something to the effect of well how do i put this the the goal is to start there and work your way out you know uh, even then though like it'd be impossible to perfect yourself and then to move nothing would get done Right. If you're just everyone's just perfecting themselves, you could never actually affect change. Right. You can't just like fucking I got to clean my house, you know, and you're cleaning your house and shit. Meanwhile, you know, uh, I don't know. Shit. Fuck. Um, I always want to go to the house on fire thing. But say everyone's voting on whether or not we should have a dress code at school there you go dress code at school right you're telling me that before i should be able to do that to have a good competent thought i have to clean my room and work on myself work out eat right and things like that this is all taking time by the way maybe maybe it it should be further stated that you maybe you should work on these things like in the process of making up your bed you know, and through that, you should be able to have a better opinion on other things. I don't know. I, I would like to discuss that with him, you know. I remember one time I listened to a uh, podcast between Sam Harris and Jordan Pearson. Sarah, Sam Harris is what, a neurophysicist or some shit like that? I fucking, I don't know, I forgot. And um, they're, they're going at it and they're talking. But they... They couldn't move past anything because they were deciding the nature of truth, you know. And they, they felt that, and this is like hours into this conversation, they were like, they couldn't decide what the nature of truth is, you know. And um, Sam Harris wouldn't let it go, and neither would the other guy. And um, I, I guess it is important to understand the nature of truth, you know. There is no truth or there is a truth. I, I, I am lost at that, you know. It, it, I could see, I could see that though. If you if you guys can't agree what's true, then how can you talk about anything else? But to that detriment, they weren't able to discuss anything, right? So I, I take it back to making up the bed and everything else. I mean, like I know you need to get certain things in order, but you won't be able to go go to work, you know, if you're constantly cleaning and trying to get your house in order, as it were, you know, or working on yourself or whatever. I don't know. I think that's a it's a cool concept, but needs hammering out. But then again, I mean, he made a whole fucking book about it. But then, I mean, you should be able to convey that, right? No? I don't know. More to that. It's a pretty heady concept, right? It, it, it makes sense, too, because he was talking in regards to protesters at a college, which is go-to for everything. And he's right. Okay, so you got these people protesting without like fully formed ideas and concepts. They're just protesting because someone else is protesting, right? 
And then if you were to question them, usually they don't have a good answer, you know. Or they'll shout you out or whatever, you know. I've seen these videos. But then again, I mean, I, I feel like they're just targeting individuals, you know, like this person doesn't look like they're just fucking yelling just to yell. But it does seem like that, though. Sometimes when they're protesting, they're just yelling to yell, you know. They're not really protesting, you know. They're not really getting anything done, really. They're just, you know, aggravating other people starting starting talk and that, I, I guess originally that's what protesting was to start a conversation about something right yelling out random things like a mob would do and then eventually people who were act of action would discuss these things you know because you brought it to their attention so on and so forth but uh yeah how, how does that work in, in a world in which you're just protesting the protest you know and you really don't have an actual idea of what you're doing you know, all you do is scoff like, uh, uh, he doesn't get it, or uh, uh, she doesn't get it, you know, that kind of thing. Rather than trying to, I don't know, back up your your protesting with ideas, logic, things like that. It does make sense, though. You should get your shit together before you start protesting. One thing he did say, though, instead of protesting, he was talking about... Um, fixing things like for instance the guy who there's a guy in Poland or Sweden I forgot I forgot what he was Poland I think it's Polish and um, he's effectively cleaning the ocean his thought was um, get the plastic out of the water right so he came up with the device to do it and he raised up funds and things like that he didn't protest Get these cups out of the fucking water. Do this, you know, stop using plastic and this, this, and that. No, he did something. He formed a group and created something and did something. And that's what um, Jordan Peterson's doing, right? He's, he's telling people, look, instead of protesting, do, that, do what that guy did. Come up with shit. And he's right, you know. I mean, fuck protesting. I think that's stupid. I, I agree with that concept alone. Rather than, you know, marching in the streets and everything like that, creating riots and such, why not actually do something? So say you got, um, you know, you're protesting, you know, cops shooting uh, black people and shit. Why not form a group of people and try to figure out what was that kid doing and what could we have done to avoid it? Because we weren't going to stop the cop from doing that. Are you going to really stop cops from shooting people? No, you're not. Are you going to stop cops, period? No, we kind of need them, right? I mean, who the fuck are you going to call if someone robs your place, right? We, I mean, okay, so why don't we just form uh, groups or something like that and have, like, communities in which, you know, like, you know, instead of, like, running in the streets, why don't we spend time working with kids and things like that because usually that's what it is right these kids are you know doing all sorts of bad and uh they don't trust cops right so so the cops come down arrest them for whatever the fuck and whether they're right or wrong they get out of hand and then the cops flip out and shoot them right now you're not gonna be able to train the police to um train or, or okay i'll give you this if if it's a thing in which you want to form a group to protest. Why not, instead of that, train cops how to, you know, 
uh, form a group to train cops not to shoot kids or something like that or classes or form form communities in which kids aren't feeling necessary to, to, to trespass or rob banks or whatever the fuck. I don't know. To whatever, because there's more to the narrative than just like the cops showed up and started shooting people. Something had to have happened. I'm, I'm just in generalizing here. But the narrative in the news, and the news isn't really giving you much information, is fucking guy just so happened to be walking and a cop shot him. And then for some unknown reason, all the people and lawyers and shit like that, they're just fucking you know, agreeing that this was a okay shoot because the kid did something, right? And instead of, like, coming up with the, like, I don't know, pro we just protest. That's what we do. And it's not accomplishing anything. It's, it's bringing attention to something, but it's not working. I mean, I think we should just form groups and do something. Like, do something. Like, like the guy with the plastic, he fucking invented something, you know? And instead of protesting, we should come up with something. I don't know, communities, something. Like, I mean, like, if you had a community of people fucking working out and doing martial arts, it'd be kind of weird for cops to roll up on them and shoot them, right? But, I mean, I mean, just organize, you know? Like, we should start organizing as opposed to disorganized protesting. You know, running in this town hall and fucking screaming at lawyer or mayors and shit, whatever the fuck. He's right. And, okay, so on the college campuses, you're fucking protesting what? Uh, Halloween outfits, right? There, there was one time it was a... The uh, cultural appropriation, you know, like uh, people dressing up like Indians and shit like that. And you're like, fuck that, blah, 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 blah. Why not, instead of protesting, you guys, I don't know, form a, form a party of people and discuss these issues and and um, do some history or really, like, I don't know, organize and discuss these things. Why not discuss? Why do you got to protest? What are you protesting? Do you even know what you're protesting? Do you even know why you're protesting? I mean, do you think there's malice behind wearing an Indian outfit? You know, as a, I mean, or Native American, if you want to put it, you know. I mean, like, they really should have thought about that before they protested that, you know, because there was no malice behind it. Or the Chinese lady. Okay, so this one white girl wears a Chinese prom outfit, right? There was no malice behind that. She wasn't like... <sighs> You know what? Fuck the Chinese. That kind of thing. I hope that doesn't get edited into a thing in which in the future they're like, this guy said that. But no. This girl wears a Chinese outfit to prom. To prom. It's prom, by the way. This isn't uh, like a, like there's always going to be more than one prom. No. The prom is a big deal in a girl's life or a guy's life. Right? I mean, it's the one time you go and I, I don't know. It's, it's culturally accepted as a thing. Right? You go there and you dance and you know you have memories right and she chose to wear a fucking native american our native american um a chinese outfit it looked good <laughs> it wasn't bad it wasn't bad at all and it was tasteful you know but we're gonna turn this into a thing where she's racist right yeah and then maybe there's gonna be a protest because of that but i mean like instead of protesting we should just fix something do something you know and i i guess i know it's more complicated than um just simply let's just do something but organize i think if like there's a community leader organizing i think uh, we could get some shit done uh redirect that energy rather than um going and throwing rocks and cop cars thing because this is not going to stop you're not going to stop police this is not going to happen maybe you ch change an out aspect of them or something like that i don't know have classes but it's just not going to happen 
uh, ideology, fix, don't protest. Well, that's that's it on uh, that subject matter. Uh, let's see if I can come up with something else here. What else I got going on here in my notes? Blah, 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 blah. Doctors. Oh, yeah. I was discussing with my friends about geniuses, and I was like, Kanye's a pretty, he's a fucking genius, man. He got to, he got together all this shit, and he did this and that. And then one of my friends was like, no, he doesn't. So I had to defend what I just said. He goes, he's not a genius. He made good music. And I go, no, no, he's a genius, man. He fucking put that music together, and now he's super rich. I mean, not, not anyone could do that. If that was a thing, then everyone would be putting out music, right? And he goes, well, he's... He can't be a genius because he said this about the slaves and da 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 da. I'm not like it is possible and it is conceivable that a person could be a genius and an idiot at the same time. That's weird how people are, but it's true. Like you could, you know, I don't know, uh, be a surgeon and um, you know at the same time. I don't know, not shower for weeks. That's bad for you. It is possible to be a doctor, a nutritionist or something like or a doctor, right? They know about stuff. And be fat, right? Doesn't it make that you've seen it, right? You've seen fat doctors, right? You know, they know about nutrition. They know they shouldn't eat carby things and they should exercise, but they just don't. And uh, But it is possible for them to have knowledge of being a doctor and helping you, giving you an antibiotic when you're sick. I mean, that's a thing. So, I mean, it is possible for someone to be a genius in one aspect and, and dumb in another. You could be like a mathematician or you could be, um, what's his name, the astrophysicist, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. That guy's a genius, right? He's pretty smart. He's accepted as a, as a genius. But at the same time, he can not know his right from his left or crash a car, you know, because he doesn't know how to drive well. I mean, those are things, you know. You, you've seen bad drivers and, and smart people. I mean, I've seen it, you know. It's a fucking smart person and they can't drive well. I mean, that's a thing. <laughs> All right. Well, this part podcast is pretty short. I ran out of ideas. I actually thought I would be able to riff longer on some of the news ideas, but they weren't that great. They just weren't. I should do a top 10, but I don't feel like doing the top 10. Let me think. Let's do a top three. Top three. Um, comic book movies. No, I shouldn't do that at all. No, that's it. All right, guys. This is it for this podcast this week. Sorry it's short. I mean, hey, shit happens. But as always, be the better person than you were yesterday, right? That sounds like smart, right? Get your house in order, right, before you go to a protest, <laughs> maybe. But, uh, yeah, well, it's always good to be a better person than you were yesterday, right? There's, It's infinity, right? You can always be a better person, you know? There's, there's no end to it. There's no complete and perfect person. So when I say these things at the end of the podcast, I, I mean it, right? So always be a better person than you were yesterday. Always strive to be doing the things you want to do tomorrow today and always stay frosty everyone stay frosty it's the devil and the devil is free.